Blog Talk Radio. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and I can't start today's show without talking about the ISO 10002. You know, some people just love to complain, but companies have a responsibility to care. The International Organization for Standardization, ISO, has revised ISO 10002, the standard for complaint handling. This document enables organizations to foster a customer-focused environment, open the feedback, heightening their customer satisfaction. You can get the ISO 10002 standard from the American National Standards Institute, ANSI, the U.S. member body of ISO. Visit ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. That's ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews. Well, our theme over the last several weeks has been social media marketing for franchisors and franchisees. And today we're meeting with Sophie Nagayan, the CEO of SoGold Marketing. And Sophie decided to pursue a career as a social media consultant back in 2013. She kicked off her professional experience managing Purdue University's social media accounts for three years. Connecting with students, having real-time conversations via social media, all while building Purdue's online presence. Then she made another decision to move to the fast-paced Silicon Valley, the tech startup capital of the world, to begin her career as an entrepreneur. And this is where Soul Gold Marketing was born, and the rest is history. And we're going to talk to Sophie about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. Franchise teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems, which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. 
Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews. We're for over 13 years now. We've been asking the franchipreneurs who own one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. Well, a theme over the last several weeks has been social media marketing for franchisors and franchisees. And today we're meeting with Sophie Nagai and the CEO of SoGold Marketing. Now let's go right into our interview with Sophie. Hi, Sophie. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? Thank you. Uh, I'm doing great, Sophie. It's great to finally get to speak to you. We, we, we always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from today, Sophie? I'm calling from San Jose, California. Oh, fantastic. How's the weather there today, Sophie? Well, it's a little chilly, but not is as it? chilly as it is at Purdue. <laughs> That's true. I have fully adjusted. That is true. That is true. I do, you miss, do you miss the weather sometimes, Sophie? I mean, do you miss, you know, because, you know, you lived out in Indiana for a while. Do you, do you miss the weather at all? Um, I can't say I do, but I do miss no. the fall at, you do. At, in the Midwest. <laughs> yes. yes. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, that's something. And it's a great story behind it, studying your history, Sophie. How, how, maybe you could tell our listeners, how did you get involved in social media? Yeah. So I've been using social media since 2006 when wow. Zanga was a thing. And wow. I've always had an interest. Yeah. I've always had an interest in designing like website pages on MySpace. I learned how to code yeah. in HTML and CSS. Um, wow. And I just really enjoyed connecting with my friends online. Right. Um, and it's funny because in 2006, that was very weird. <laughs> but no. Right. Just, no worries. Uh, and just the final thought on that was, you know, after MySpace and Zanga, I started getting interested in writing and designing on Tumblr. And mm. then Tumblr, yeah, Tumblr led me to Twitter, which led me to Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, LinkedIn, and now I am loving TikTok. <laughs> wow, that's fantastic. And it, it's exciting, too, I guess, for yourself. I mean, because there's always so many changes in social media. It's, it's pretty hard to keep up today, isn't it? Oh, yeah, especially even, like, the interfaces alone are changing yeah. every day. <laughs> yeah. That's something. That's great. Maybe, you know, you mentioned Purdue University, Sophie. Maybe you could talk about, you know, what was your experience like at Purdue University? Purdue is still one of my favorite places ever. Wow, I, that's great. I love it. Yeah, I get so happy being back on campus, and I try to do it every single chance I get. Because although I live in um, California, my family still lives in it's near South Bend, um, Indiana. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, I make I make the two hour drive, and I'm like I have to go to Purdue. (laughs) So I love it. That's fantastic. That's great to hear. Mm -hmm. What what you kind of mentioned some of the things, Sophie. But what else do you like about social media? My biggest thing about why I love social media is I love creating experiences for people and businesses to connect with each other. Yeah. 
because social media is a connecting tool, right? Right. And the best the best part is no matter where you are in the world, you can get connected. It is amazing the potential. Isn't it, Sophie? I mean, when you mm-hmm. think about it, you know, how people are connecting with, you know, old friends. And even one of the things I've been studying recently is, is just genealogy. I have a cousin who mm-hmm. connects with second cousins and third cousins and fourth cousins, you know. He just, that, yeah. that's his thing, you know. And it's just amazing that we can do that today, isn't it? Yeah, and that's, I love how it's evolved since 2006. And it's just a beautiful thing when people use it for what it, it was created for. Sure, absolutely. At what point, Sophie, did you know that you wanted to go into your own business? I mean, was this something that, you know, you, you were even thinking of as like a, a small child or was it just something that you just, you know, realized um, at your time at Purdue? It was definitely at my time at Purdue. Um, yeah. Some background some background on my family. Um, we don't have any business owners in my family, so I actually wow. never even thought about start, starting a business. But as wow. you know, we have an entrepreneurship um, like certificate. Uh, yeah. I think it's called like Entrepreneurship and Innovation at Purdue. And mm-hmm. it sparked my interest to try it. And right. in, my, in my entrepreneurship capstone, which is your last class, you get the certificate. My business idea in that class was actually so cold marketing, exactly what I do today. You're kidding. That's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. I know. Wow. And so that was 2016, 2015, 2016. And the professor for that class actually did not think it, that this business was a good idea <laughs> at all, which is really funny. Um, oh, that's great. But, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I appreciate her honesty, right? They really are looking out for me. Um, right. But my favorite entrepreneurship professor, which some of our listeners maybe have met, um, his name is Stroh Brand, and he was my mm-hmm. entrepreneurship three, 310 professor. And he told me that it was going to be tough, but he never discouraged me to not do right. it. And, and I was interning for Purdue Marketing and Media as their social media intern and absolutely loved it. I did that for three years. Yeah, I loved it. My boss at Purdue, um, his name is Martin, too. His name is Martin. Oh, okay. Food. Right. Yeah, I mean, now he, he works with the Alumni Association, which is awesome. <laughs> but yeah. he is a huge supporter of me, and he still is. I talk to him all the time. Um, but really, at the end of the day, how I knew I really wanted to start this business was my husband, who his name is Tommy, and he's also a Purdue mm-hmm. alum. Um, oh, wow. So he's my husband. And my, yeah, he's my business That's partner great. and husband. So he really was the one who encouraged me to start Fogels because he saw my potential that I didn't even see in myself. Um, and he leads our business operations at Fogels, um, and we're wow. going to hit four years, four years in 2020. That's an amazing story, Sophie. I mean, that, that's really incredible. And I imagine your family must be very proud of you, too. You know what I mean? Being that, you know, a lot of times yeah. when I interview, interview entrepreneurs, a lot of them come from entrepreneurial families. You know what I mean? So they're kind of used mm-hmm. to it, you know. So you being the first in your family to, you know, uh, take that plunge into entrepreneurship, I, I think that's very exciting. And I imagine they're very proud of you. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, I have my older sister working with me, actually. And wow. I, I just, yeah, I really... It's, it's definitely something different in my family no one's ever seen and be able to support them how I can. So I'm now helping my sister, you know, support her family. Right. That's terrific. Mm-hmm. Maybe you mentioned Soul Gold uh, Marketing, Sophie. Maybe you can you know, tell our listeners about, you know, your services that you provide to your clients. Yeah, sure. So um, we provide 
three services, three main services. And one of them is social media management where okay. we manage yeah, we manage our clients' accounts from top to bottom. And so mm. what that means is we're planning and strategizing, right? And then right. we write for them, we design, we execute, we respond to comments and messages. So if you're analytics, you like the full <laughs> the mm-hmm. full thing. Right. And the best the best thing is our clients don't ever have to worry about posting for their businesses that's ever great. with with that. And so that's kind of a that's like full service, right? Tommy and I's vision for this business is to also serve people that are like us, small business owners. Sure. Um, and another service we provide are one on one strategy consultations with me. And I basically guide and direct my clients through custom so- their custom social media playbook. And wow. I prepare that all for them with planning, strategy, content tips, and analytic tips mm-hmm. um, so they can feel confident managing it themselves. Because like you said, it's a changing environment right. every single right. day. Yes. So I try to help them with that. Um, and then last but not least, our new service that we launched in January, I'm so excited about this. We now deliver custom social media content slash posts for wow. clients. And so all they have to do is click post. And wow. for LinkedIn, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, yeah. So that, I think I'm just having so much fun in doing this. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing is I can serve small to enterprises, small businesses to enterprise businesses. It's great because, and you know this, Sophie, I mean, you know, small businesses, I mean, they – Social media is a lot of work, as you know. I don't have to tell you. You know, I mean, it, it really can consume a lot of time. And, you know, the small business owner, they really don't have the time, in many instances, do they, to to do all this. You know, whether if you're a cleaner or a florist or a pizza place, mm-hmm. um, it's a lot of work. And I imagine that, you know, many of them don't even know how to do this. Maybe you could talk a little bit about your clients, you know, and, and share some of their experiences with so-called uh, marketing. Sophie, I imagine you work with a nice diverse type of client, don't you? I do, and that's really what makes it fun, is there is no one that's the same. And I care about my clients' business success just as much as I do for my own business. And that's just, that's how we roll at Sogol. You know, we are dedicated to helping our clients. And so we are really, we make sure people are a good fit before we take them on, but Mm -hmm. even then we have a, a wide range um, right. I think for me, I'll, con- I'll consider Purdue's social media platforms as what launched kind of my experience in working with clients. Right. Right. Um, I launched Purdue's Snapchat when I first started working there. So Snapchat was wow. fairly new in 2013, yeah. I think it was. <laughs> yeah, and, um, I, in- I assisted in growing their Instagram by 541%. Like Purdue wow. truly changed my life. And that helped That's me in my incredible. resume, right? And that helped me as a talking point for people to trust this, like, 22-year-old girl right. um, in Silicon Valley because they're like, what proof do you have to even <laughs> manage my business as social? And I'm like, well, let me tell you. <laughs> right, right. Oh, my God. That's incredible. That is amazing. Yeah, and- I know I'm so thankful. Um, and but but, no, I mean, I, yeah. I, I think that's interesting. I mean, even you know, getting involved in, with Snapchat such a long time ago, you know, and and, and know. you know, having those those proven results, you know, I mean, talking about like on a resume, I mean, that's it, it, it's just incredible, Sophie. What what advice would you give to an individual, Sophie, or a small business that that might be uncomfortable, or maybe they're even just getting 
started with social media? What, what advice would you give to that type of person? Because we find a lot of them are maybe a little bit trepidatious about, you know, mm-hmm. blowing something up by getting involved with Facebook or something like that. You know, what, what yeah. do you typically say to them? It's funny because one of my services exactly helps people with this. And it's, yeah. actually real, it's something I'm really passionate about because it's a free tool that mm-hmm. anyone can have almost anyone can have access to, and so I want them to be able to use it, right? Um, so I think that whoever is listening to this before starting using social media, ask yourself, you know, is your target market on social media first? Mm-hmm. <laughs> which right, pain exactly. Points are you sol- yeah, which pain points are you solving for your clients, and are you willing to be consistent in managing your accounts? Because as you know, like you said, mm. it takes time. And so consistency right. and that commitment is huge. Right. Um, but I don't, I don't want that to discourage anyone because there's so many free resources, including resources I provide online. Um, and ultimately, I would say don't be afraid to ask for help is one of my biggest tips. Yeah. I think that's great advice because I think a lot of people are afraid to ask for help. Sophie, you know, if they're entrepreneurs and sometimes they're a little bit older, you know, um, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. they are afraid to ask for help sometimes, you know, and, and I, I think that's that's great advice. And I like how you mentioned consistency and, and commitment because that's really what social media is about you know i mean if, if you're someone who only posts like every you know three months or something like that you know i mean nobody's going to follow you or you know yeah. correspond it's with you or almost, anything like it's not pointless. yeah you're right it's not pointless but i'd yeah. rather you be consistent than not right exactly exactly and I, I think that's that's great advice what, what other tips or best practices um would you provide to our students um, that are just getting involved with um, social media, Sophie? Yeah. If if you're listening and you're interested in social media as a career, yeah. I would say to practice, practice now while you're a student. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I was laser focused on meeting people at Purdue to help me get that 500 plus connection social proof on LinkedIn. Right. right. It was like my mission and I tried to find internships in social media, which I did. Um, So keep an eye out for that because there are so many businesses, even within Purdue, that can use, and they're willing to give you a chance. Mm -hmm. Exactly. No, I I, I think that's fantastic advice, Sophie. Um, One of the topics, Sophie, we're addressing in our course, um, for our alumni anyway, um, in using social media, uh, is we're going to talk a little bit about things like online dating and genealogy. What advice would you give to our students in using social media for online dating and social media? It seems like the stats show that, you know, a lot of people are meeting their significant other today through, you know, whether it's websites like match.com mm-hmm. or Facebook or Instagram, it seems almost, it's like commonplace today. And same thing I was mentioning to you with genealogy, you know, is, is a, you know, looking mm-hmm. for cousins, second cousins, third cousins, fourth cousins. What advice would you, you, you give to them in this area? I think it's so interesting and amazing that you're going to be talking about this. I can't wait mm-hmm. to see how you guys dig through this. Yeah. I must say I don't I don't have a lot of background or expertise in the online dating right. field, but I do have some thoughts on it. Um, okay. So one what I do in my day to day life is I have prospects that are reaching out to me that I have never met. They're like finding me on Yelp or like my Instagram, my website, I've uh-huh. never met them. And there's some sort of fear in me sometimes. 
I'm like, right. you know, who who is this person? And so that's why right. I take phone calls first before meeting in person. Right. Um, but what I can share to those listening is the first thing that comes to mind is to be safe and careful. Of sure. Course, right. And use your judgment. And if you find someone that you are interested in, what I do with my prospects is I search up profiles, photos, profiles, mm-hmm. uh, Facebook profiles and photos, um, and see if I have any mutual friends. And I even will go through right. their friends list and see if I know anybody in, in case I'm not actually friends with them. Um, mm-hmm. I look up where they went to school, where they're from, like what city they're from, if I know friends that are in are from similar cities. And right. I always go through tagged photos of them on Facebook to make sure, like, you know, that they're legitimate and they're real and they say who right. they are. Um, right. I Instagram stalk them <laughs> and <laughs> Google search. Because yeah. I guess, and, you know, for me, I think it's prospects or dating. It's really the same thing. You just want to feel them out. So Google is your best friend. That's a great friend. analogy. <laughs> that's true. I think, I think that's a great analogy. I, I like how you even, like, you know, go back to, you know, it's kind of like an old school thing, but even like taking phone calls, Sophie. You know, I mean, even, you know, when I mm-hmm. first reached out to you as well, you know, I, I like how you said that, you know, <laughs> as you said, let's talk on the phone first, you know what I mean? Or, you know, um, talk through Skype or something like that, you know, and I, I mm-hmm. think that's great because, Again, it does. It shows that you're a real person. Um, do you have any favorite? What are your favorite channels uh, or, or platforms, Sophie? I mean, are you a Facebook person? I know you you also use LinkedIn. Um, but do you have any favorites? Uh-huh. Like, what 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 really makes an impression on you today? I love TikTok right now. You do. <laughs> I what is yes, it about I'm TikTok having so much like? fun. I love how it's not extremely curated yet, where people are just having fun dancing and doing funny things because on Instagram, right. I mean, I started on Instagram when people were using Instagram filters. Now it's like, wow. you you absolutely don't use Instagram filters because it shows that you're like a noob <laughs> in the right. world. Right. But like, I miss those days where people didn't care as much. And now Instagram yes. is extremely heavily curated. But mm-hmm. TikTok, people are just dancing and having fun and I'm, I'm having fun cracking the code of like how to go viral on there. And I think I'm getting right. to figuring it out. <laughs> you didn't see the my son showed me something on tiktok he's, he's 12 years old and i guess he saw it in school sophie i don't know it had something to do with the movie heathers but it was something that you were saying where you know people were dancing like you were saying you know yeah and it was just something very addictive like i i, I, I just yep. couldn't stop watching it you know i was like wow it's, exactly. I, I get that you know what i mean it is it's it's, mm-hmm. it's it's a fun platform i guess isn't it you know and and, and like you say mm-hmm. because it's something new you wonder where it's going to go sometimes, don't you? You know? Um, exactly. It's kind of like a Snapchat interest, right? Like I just, yeah. when I see a new social platform, I want to be an early adopter. I want to figure it out before everyone. I think that's just like the curious person in me. But right. I use every single social media platform, every single one. That's great. So I can see you okay. have fun with it. And it must be great for you and your husband that you get to do something that you really love to do. I mean, this is your passion, isn't it? I mean, um, so, I mean, to get paid for doing what you love must be very rewarding for you and your husband. Oh, it, it really is. And I, I mean, I can't thank Purdue Marketing and Media and Martin and Christy, who is also my manager, enough for just giving me the opportunity because Purdue really helped me launch the, like, my dream, you know. That's amazing. But I never, That's- I don't ever want to forget that. Right, right. That's I think that's that's wonderful, Sophie. What are the future goals then for So Gold Marketing, Sophie? I mean, if you can look into a crystal ball, you know, you mentioned this new service that you're going to be providing, but if you could look into that crystal ball, maybe three years down the road or five years down the road, where, where do you see the company? 
I want to just continue to work hard for our mm-hmm. clients and our team. Um, one thing that I am extremely passionate about, and Tommy is too, is leadership. And so we read a lot of leadership books. We listen to leadership podcasts because I think when the leader is in, it has, is healthy, um, right. you know, they can lead their team, you know, and be really have a right. lot of humility in that. Um, my team is my life. Like I can't function without them. And so I really right. envision a lot of team, yeah, a lot of team development. Um, and honestly, when I think down the line, I just want to work with our dream clients and continue to impact the lives of other people. Pretty, that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's interesting that I guess you get to be part of their business too then, don't you, Sophie? It's almost like you're part of their team, like you said. You know what I mean? You really mm-hmm. help make a difference, you know, in their business and their lives, you know, um, and to be part Absolutely. of that experience, it, it must be, it must be wonderful feeling for you at the end of each day, you know, that you made this impact, you know, on their business. Cause you know, that small business is hard, isn't it? It's not easy, you know, oh, I mean, yeah. it's amazing it's how rough. many people get into it, but it's hard as you know, you know, it, it, well, it's a it's challenge. It's the hardest you know? thing I've done in my life. Like I imagine it is. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I can only imagine, you know, so, I mean, and it's great to see that, you know, you're, you're, you're doing so well, you know, is, 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 is you know, Purdue university is very proud of you, like your family and, and, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I think mm-hmm. that's wonderful. How, um, how can our listeners get more information on so gold marketing? Um, so if you should, they go to the website, if you want to get to like the URL address, that would be great. Yeah, I would absolutely love to connect with all of you who are listening. I'm already connected to you, Martin. Um, okay. So you guys can you guys can add me on LinkedIn. Um, it's oh, good. Sophie, yeah, Bloom Peace I Win, and um, I wonder. I don't know if we can share that with them or not. But if you just I think we can. Yeah, I, we could probably do that. You can find me. Okay. Yeah. And then be. on Facebook and Instagram at So Gold Marketing, um, and my website is SoGoldMarketing.com. That's fantastic. Well, this was a great interview, Sophie. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott from Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, Rich podcast you get to hear great quote in franchising you know we've been hosting franchise interviews many years now and 
You can actually hear the show in a number of different places today. You can go to, of course, FranchiseInterviews.com, where we have our interviews arranged alphabetically. Um, we also have interviews arranged by category. So if you have a particular industry that you're interested in, you can go to the category of your choice and check out all the different interviews that we've done over the years. Um, our show has been syndicated in a number of different places. Of course, you can hear our show on blogtalkradio.com. We've been working with Blog Talk Radio for many years now. And um, you can hear the live shows there, and then you can download them as an MP3. Uh, you can hear our shows on Stitcher.com. You can hear our interviews on, I think it's pronounced, I, I always want to call it Blueberry.com, but it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com, which is another podcast service. Uh, you can now hear our shows on iTunes.com, and of course, you can hear our shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week, if you're a diehard fan to our show, on Live365.com. And uh, we have, over the years, over 420 shows. So if you were to listen to Live365.com uh, for two weeks, there's a chance that you may not even hear the same show twice. So uh, that's how many shows we've recorded over the years. But today's Great Quote and Franchising podcast comes from Darren Guccione, and Darren is the CEO and co-founder of Keeper Security, Inc. And what's interesting about this podcast, we had Darren on the show as the uh, founder and the creator of Keeper, which is the world's most downloaded password manager and uh, digital vault. And Darren is a real um, entrepreneur. And one of the questions that we ask on the show is, what advice would you give to an aspiring entrepreneur or franchipreneur, someone looking to buy a franchise? And that question is usually directed to someone who has been directly involved in franchising over the years. But again, Darren's uh, Darren is a real entrepreneur. His background is, is, is in accounting and business. And um, I thought his response was just as great as anything that we've heard on the show. So here we go with Darren Guccione, the CEO and co-founder of Keeper Security, Inc. Amazing. That's amazing technology. In studying your background, Darren, I mean, the, I was mentioning earlier, I mean, the majority of our listeners, again, we call them aspiring franchipreneurs. You know, they want to go into their own business, and they're kind of like heading towards the franchise alternative. What advice would you give to them? Because you're, you're certainly, in studying you, certainly classified as an entrepreneur. So what advice would you give to them? Well, you know, I'm a... You know, my background is uh, engineering, technology. I'm also a CPA, and right. I've always had an admiration for franchises. Um, one of the things that I love about franchises, among other things, is that you can analyze the different franchise models that are out there, the brands, the type of businesses, and you can quickly identify which ones are successful. And typically, you know, they give you a roadmap of what you need to do to execute. You know, when you start a business without right. a franchise roadmap, you, you typically don't necessarily know where you're necessarily going to go or wind up. And yeah. so you get a greater sense of security and guidance when you can pick a franchise model that, A, you know, fits within, you know, your goals in life, your interests in life, and B, you know, provides a really sound you know, infrastructure for you to build a business with a great support system around you. Most businesses that are one-off businesses don't have that. So there's a right. greater sense of, you know, uncertainty out there um, when a, a business owner or an entrepreneur 
um, as you've outlined it, decides to, you know, pursue a franchise versus doing something completely fresh and new. I think the risk profile of doing the latter is much greater. So that's, you know, that's my response to that. No, it's, it's fantastic advice. So any final thoughts, Darren? Fantastic interview with Darren Guccione. So I want to thank everyone for making our show such a success. And this podcast has really just taken off over the years. And uh, we got some really great new Great Coast and Franchising coming up. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you again soon with another edition of Great Coast and Franchising from Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone. Franchise Interviews, from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.